Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias, and you can find me on Twitter at StaceGots or at the Locked On Yankees handle. Please feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoy today's episode. We will be recapping the Yankees' 9-4 win over the Orioles last night. It was their 14th win in a row at Camden Yards. We also have injury updates and a preview of tonight's matchup. But before we start, let's get some business out of the way. Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. You can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. When you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. So download the Postmates app and use the code LOCKEDON. So the Yankees won again. They beat the Orioles 9-4. It was an opener game. Jonathan Holder started. He did okay. The Yankees' bats hit a lot of dingers. Mike Talkman made an incredible defensive play. So overall, it was a pretty good game. So let's get to it. The scoring didn't start until the top of the third, but it was an eventful top of the third for the Yankees. Mike Talkman led it off with his 10th home run of the season. Talkman, the Sockman. DJ LeMayu followed with his 18th home run of the season. David John makes long gone. So they went back to back and belly to belly, as John Sterling says, giving the Yankees a 2-0 lead. Aaron Judge struck out. Then Didi Gregorius joined the home run party and hit his eighth of the season. Yes, indeedy. This is the dawning of the age of Gregorius. And Glaber Torres struck out swinging, and Brett Gardner flied out to center field to end the inning. So the Yankees were up 3-0. Now, bottom of the third started off with Bravik Valera replacing Glaber Torres, batting fourth and playing second base. So that wasn't a good sign. Glaber Torres returned to New York for more tests. We'll find out today what's wrong with him. Hopefully it's not too major, but as you all know from this season and how injuries have gone for the Yankees, it probably is. So Jonathan Holder was still in the game at this point. He got Stevie Wilkerson to strike out on a foul tip. Richie Martin hit a single. Jonathan VR hit a triple. Trey Mancini hit a ground out to short that scored VR from third. And they took Holder out and replaced him with Stephen Tarpley. Anthony Satander hit a single, and then Renato Nunez popped out. <laughs> Greetings from future Stacy as she edits the podcast. Apparently... It's Anthony Satander, according to the Orioles announcers. I was getting it wrong. I apologize. So, 3-2 Yankees at that point. Top of the fourth. The scoring continues for the Yankees. Cameron Mabin walked. Mike Ford hit a double. Mike Ford reacted like he popped out. DJ Stewart was running in from left field and obviously slipped on the grass because the game was delayed to start. And the ball ended up actually hitting him in the head. So he had a nice mark on his head, poor guy. And Cameron Mabin was safe at third. Mike Ford was safe at second. 
Austin Romine hit a double that scored both Maven and Ford. Then Tachman struck out swinging, DJ LeMahieu singled, Aaron Judge struck out on a foul tip, and Didi Gregorius grounded out to second baseman VR, who threw it to first baseman Nunez, and that was the end of the fourth. So, Yankees go up 5-2 at that point. Bottom of the fifth, Richie Martin walks. Jonathan VR lines into a double play. So there's two outs. Keep that in mind. Trey Mancini doubles. Anthony Satander homers. Then Renato Nunez singles. Pedro Severino singles. And they replace Tarpley with Nestor Cortez Jr., who gets Hanser Alberto to ground to first base for the last out. So it's 5-4 Yankees heading into the top of the sixth. And Austin Romine right away changes that, hits his sixth home run of the season, and makes it 6-4. Romy, my homie, he drills a long home run to center. And that's the only scoring the Yankees get that inning. They get one more in the eighth. Austin Romine and Tockman doubled back-to-back. Tockman steals third base after LeMahieu grounded out Richard Blyer, Orioles reliever intentionally walks Aaron Judge and Didi Gregorius grounds into a double play. So Tockman got the RBI in that inning. And in the top of the ninth, the Yankees scored some more. This time, Brett Gardner and Cameron Mabin went back to back and belly to belly <laughs> to put the Yankees up 9-4. That's how the game would end. Adam Ottavino closed out the game. Gave up a single to Wilkerson, struck out Martin and VR. Wilkerson advanced to second on a defensive indifference, and then Trey Mancini grounded out to end the day. Yankees win 9-4. Nestor Cortez Jr. picks up the win. Asher Wojciechowski picks up the loss. Adovino gets the save. Time of the game is 3:22 with an hour and 12-minute rain delay, and the attendance was only 17,201. That may have had more to do with the weather than anything else, and the delay. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this is the Yankees' 14th win in a row at Camden Yards. And how many have they won in a row overall? Seven. Seven. <laughs> seven, 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 seven. Remember to get this show every day. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. Guys, let's talk about sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? You would stride to the plate and hit a first pitch home run every time? Well, now you can return to your glory days. You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. Just think of it as a PED that won't get you suspended. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. I wouldn't recommend taking them on the subway because they're chewable and they work up to twice as fast as a pill, but if you want your lady to take a long ride on the D train, Blue Chew is for you. This isn't just for guys who can't perform, it's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. 
package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. What's more, Blue Chew is cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code MLB. You just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back. One of my favorite things to do is go through the highlights every morning and listen to the home run calls. And, you know, you have Ryan Rucco doing his calls. You have John Sterling doing his calls. But I love last night when DJ LeMayhew <laughs> hit his home run in the third inning. Sterling, you hear Sterling about to start his call and you hear Susan Waldman react to the home run in the background because, you know, LeMayhew hit a pretty far home run. And when Sterling said, deep, he almost sounded like Michael Kay, first of all, but you could hear Susan Waldman in the background go, oh boy. (laughs) That's better than me. I probably would say bad words accidentally if I was in a broadcasting booth. I shouldn't say probably. I definitely would. I'd be, yeah, it wouldn't be good. I will say that Sterling's call for LeMayhew is really bad because David John makes long gone. Mm, No, not a fan of that one. I think he can do better. And talk man is the sock man. And good Lord. Don't get me wrong, though. I love Sterling. I'm glad he's back. Didi Gregorius' home run hit Utah Street. I mentioned Utah Street yesterday. So if I go to Camden Yards again, I'll look for his little plaque. Oh, and because I like old stuff, I love this is the dawning of the age of Gregorius. That makes me laugh. (laughs) I appreciate a good reference to the 1960s. So good job on that one, John Sterling. The one thing I was disappointed in is when Matt Holliday was on the Yankees. I believe Sterling would sing Happy Holidays. And I really wish that he would have somehow played with Madonna's Holiday, but a song that's 34, no, 35 years old now? Yeah, wow. Is still too current for Mr. Sterling. (laughs) Is anyone else amused by Austin Romine's performance this season? He's become a power hitter, and none of his home runs have been cheapies. Even last night's wasn't a cheapie, and he's hitting home runs that are over 400 feet with regularity now. What on earth? Did Gary Sanchez take over his body or something? I don't understand what's going on. Speaking of Sanchez, he should be returning in the Blue Jays series. As I mentioned, Gleyber Torres is getting more tests because of his core. He was feeling the same pain that he felt Sunday last night. That's not a good thing. Speaking of cores and bad news, Luke Voigt might have to have surgery on a sports hernia. They're dropping like flies. Boone said about Torres that it could be an IL situation or it could be a day-to-day situation, which is how it's been all year for everyone. So place your bets on IL because usually that wins. Before I forget to mention this, so the Yankees had six home runs overall last night. They went back-to-back twice and they won another game in which they used an opener. They are undefeated still even without Chad Green being the opener, because everyone was a little worried about him not being the opener last night and Jonathan Holder being the opener last night. And while Holder's performance wasn't completely awful, methinks Boone kept him in there a little too long. 
But as the saying goes, no harm, no foul. The Yankees won. Again, thanks to those six home runs and all those doubles and just the Yankees feeling really at home in Camden Yards. In the series finale tonight, James Paxton will be up against John Means. Paxton had a quality start in his last outing against the Red Sox. He completed six innings, gave up two runs on two hits, two solo home runs. And in two starts against the Orioles this season, he's 1-1 one one with a 4.09 ERA. John Means is returning from his second trip to the injured list. He's getting over biceps soreness that cost him two starts. And prior to the injury, he lost two of his previous three starts. But he did well against the Red Sox, pitching six innings and only giving up two runs. So John Means with two trips to the IL, shouldn't he be a Yankee? Before I go, I would like to discuss 10 years ago tonight because it was a crazy game against the Boston Red Sox. A.J. Burnett against Josh Beckett. Those were the starters. Game ended up going 15 innings and it ended on a walk-off home run by Alex Rodriguez way after midnight. Well, not way after midnight. Eh, okay, way after midnight. It was... uh. <laughs> Around almost a quarter to one in the morning, that home run happened. That was the series when I attended the Sunday night game. It was a four-game series. The Sunday night game, Victor Martinez hit a home run to put the Red Sox up 2-1 in the top of the eighth. And then Johnny Damon and Mark Teixeira went back-to-back to put the Yankees back on top. And then the Yankees padded their lead. I think I believe they won that game 5-2. But I looked at my brother after the back-to-back home runs, and I said, they're winning the World Series this year. I could feel it in my gut. There's no way this team is losing in the playoffs. And I was right. So August 7th, 2009, Yankees won 2-0. Phil Koch won the game. Junichi Tazawa lost the game. He gave up the home run to Alex Rodriguez, which was hit with two outs in the bottom of the 15th. And I don't think anyone expected the game to be 0-0 for that long. Those games are nerve-wracking. You know, it's one thing when a game is tied. I don't know. It's just different than when a game is tied and the teams have multiple runs. I don't know how to explain it. I've been to games like that before. I've mentioned this before. I went to the game on September 11th, 2005. Tim Wakefield against Randy Johnson. Jason Giambi hit a solo home run in the t- uh, the bottom of the first, and it was the only run scored the whole game. So the whole game, you're thinking, oh my God, the Red Sox can just, you know, hit a two-run home or go ahead and then win. And that didn't happen. I was also at the game in May of 2000, Pedro Martinez against Ro- Roger Clemens, and that was another game that was 0-0 until I think it was the top of the ninth, and Brian Daubach hit a two-run home run, and that's how the Red Sox won. That was a, I believe that was a Sunday night game. Yes, it was a Sunday night game. I went out afterwards because it was my friend's birthday. The next day was Memorial Day, and I had tickets to the next day. The Yankees were playing the A's, and I was so hungover that I nearly puked on the four train, and then I nearly puked in the stadium because the smell of hot dogs was making me sick. The Yankees actually won the game against 
the A's the next day, thank goodness. But yeah, that Red Sox game, May 28th, 2000, I believe was the date. I'm going by memory on this, which is, I know, scary, but that's how I work. So anyway, I much prefer games when runs are scored than games where no runs are scored. I know people would prefer to see pitching duels, and pitching duels are cool, but when you're there, it's just, you're just anxious the whole time because, you know, the game can change on a dime. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Postmates, it's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. For a limited time, Postmates is giving Locked On listeners $100 in free delivery credit for your first seven days. So download the Postmates app and use the code Locked On. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. Two more things. Listen to Locked On MLB, hosted by my good friend Sully Baseball. He's a Red Sox fan, but he's okay. Uh, Again, Locked On MLB, he gives you the scoop on everything that's happening around the world of baseball. And the last thing, if you could be so kind, please rate this podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans or your fellow baseball fans. I have Red Sox fans listening to me, Blue Jays fans listening to me, Tigers fans listening to me. Pretty amazing. So I'd really appreciate it. Enjoy your Wednesday. Hopefully the Yankees will complete the sweep against the Orioles and I will have good things to talk about tomorrow.